Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of the Wow Cool Robot Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Adam, with my friends, Noel. Hello. And Galen. Ahoy, hoy. And we're here to talk about new mobile report, uh, Gundam Wing. Uh, as I'm sure many of you know, that uh, Gundam Wing, for a lot of people here in the West, this was their introduction to uh, Mecha as a genre, Gundam as a franchise, and for a lot of people, their introduction to anime as a whole. Uh, before we get into the uh, nitty-gritty and all the finer details and everything, uh, as a whole, what did we think of it? I thought it was a lot better than I've heard it given credit for. It might just be because I have a bit of experience in Gundam now, but the first I ever heard of it was, Who here first saw their first Gundam was Gundam Wing? <laughs> yeah! Who agrees that it's a really terrible starting point? Yeah! Yeah, that's, my, that's the same experience I have. It's like, I heard like, oh... Don't start with Gundam Wing because you it might turn you off from Gundam. I do know a few people like that. Not like personally, mind you, just people I follow on like various social medias. Every time they talk about Gundam, they always say that Gundam Wing was their first and they don't really want to check anything else out because of that. And to a degree, I understand. You do kind of have to go into it understanding that it is a bit goofy. Yeah, but, which is what like I did because, you know, for me, I've seen my fair share of Gundam before this. I never started with Wing. Wing doesn't have any personal attachment to me. It started airing on Toonami in like midway through uh, the year 2000 and I was like five. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't really watch any uh, Gundam on, on Toonami when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, you, you basically have to like accept like it, that the show is cheesy and over the top to like actually like enjoy it. Yeah. The most famous scene is right in the opening and it pretty well sets the stage. Yeah, where Raylena the um one of the characters gives one of our Gundam piles an invitation to her birthday party. He rips it up, she starts crying. He wipes a tear from her eyes and then whispers in her ear, "I'll kill you before" walking away and then like dramatic music just drops <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is not the first this is not the only time rather it's not that it's not the last time he's going to say that to her and he, absolutely not and he never follows through um so the general setup is much like any gundam show uh we have people who live in space we have people who live on earth they're not getting along so well um so uh, our five pilots get sent down in what is called uh, Operation Meteor. This is where we're introduced to uh, each of them. There's our main protagonist, uh, Hiro Yui, who uh, pilots the Wing Gundam and later on the Wing Zero. We yep. have Duo Maxwell in the Death Scythe, Troa Barton in the Heavy Arms, Catra Winter in the uh, Sandrock, and then Wufei Chang in the Shenlong. And we get introduced to them at like various points of battle in the initial stages of like operation uh, meteor and we see that like uh some of them are acting like on their own uh catra has like a whole be because of his status and everything and like his he, he comes from a family of wealth he has like a whole squad of um uh magonax or mogwinax uh, however you want to pronounce it uh backing him up yeah they, they, they basically like all are like flying slow, uh, solo in the beginning because they don't know each other the yeah they, uh, they don't know each other uh and then uh they don't really spend a lot of time together as like i thought they would throughout the entire show um there's only like a hand maybe a handful of times that all five of them are together doing something at the same time and working together even at the beginning too it's 
they all sort of went down individually with their own missions. Because there were the five scientists, but as we learn way, way later in the movie that came after, half basically none of them were actually following the mission. Yeah, they were all like, oh, we have our own se uh, separate mission. I mean, I'm pretty sure Duo originally went there to blow it up, and then the scientist was like, ah, why, why blow it up when you can use it for justice? Here, have the keys. Yeah, honestly, you know, they just handed him the keys to, you know, the death scythe, and that, that, that that's probably why, like, Duo is my favorite character, because he's just there, you know, to do the damn thing, and he, you know, he, 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 like, calls himself the god of death, and he, like, you know, proclaims his presence every time he shows up. Yeah, um, but yeah, because it seems like he's the most like likable out of the five pirates. Yeah, I mean, and then I think Katra, Katra is Katra, like, yeah, Katra I think yeah. would be a close second, mostly. Yeah, but, but I, I just have, yeah. I have to laugh like in Katra's introduction, like he he's squaring up against two Leos and he's like, "Come on, guys, surrender! You know you're gonna lose!" And then he bisects them down the middle. He's like, "Come on, guys! I told you to surrender." Because they didn't surrender. He doesn't want to fight, but they keep fighting him. So, so he didn't want to fight them, but he bisects them down the middle. I mean, this is before... And then, like, pretend... Yeah. This is before we've learned that it is possible to blow up enemy mobile suits without killing the people inside. <laughs> like, it only took them a year to figure that out. And then they tried to make up for lost time. So, they get sent on various missions that involve them um, taking out um, different Oz uh, military installation. Oz being the... Order of the Zodiac. Yeah, the Order of the Zodiac. They were representing. Um, let's see, this is. I'm having a hard time remembering because this is way back at the beginning, and I saw the very beginning like a month ago at this point. Um, yeah, who like they they represent the um, the Earth? No, they're, they're the military arm of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. So like they're they're the military arm of the Earth. They're trying to make a move on the space colonies. So. Uh, that's why the colonies start Operation Meteor, and I, I think the colonies did Operation Meteor just because they were being oppressed. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and then it, yeah, it looks like Oz is like a special forces, special forces yeah. or a black ops group. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, then there's the specials, which are never mentioned again. No. Yeah, yeah, and they're also called like the special mobile mobile suit unit. Yeah, and they get and each of our five piles get sent on like um, various. Uh, missions against like different Oz installations and they all have like some sort of cover to go by um except for like Duo and like Wu Fei they're just kind of like there but like Troa joins a certain Troa's part of like a traveling circus Hero attends a school and then you know Catra chills out at wherever um I think Duo and Wu Fei just like live in the woods yeah they they, they kind of just live in the woods and Wu Fei yells at animals so <laughs> And then um, at some point, uh, Hero accidentally kills um, who he thinks is an enemy, but he was actually like leading some sort of like peace movement to try and make peace between uh, Earth and the uh, and the colonies. Well, that was actually planned and, by. Was it was it yeah. Trey's by that point? Yeah, yeah, it was Trey's. I think so. It yeah, yeah, it was planned by Trey's Kushinada at that point. Yeah, he leaked information uh, to them that, oh, all these Oz officials are going to be on this plane. And then Hero immediately blows it up. And then is like... Without thinking about it. Whoops. Uh, yeah, yeah and, that, that, and that episode also has the best um, character, General Septon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the best voice. Yeah. <laughs> He's always angry and... <laughs> yeah, that, 
that's like the first hints where you see that like you know not everything you see on like what you see on screen there's more going in the background because of a character named uh trace kushinata and it's also at the beginning that we get introduced to um this series shark clone uh zex marquise the lightning count in the uh tall geese which was like a it was a prototype for the leos and also like a prototype for like the gundams i think if I remember them saying that correctly. I think it was the original mobile suit, but they, yeah. made, they made it so powerful that it was more powerful than anybody could actually handle. So they toned it down a bit for the mass-produced ones. But Zex, he's the most powerful. He's three times as powerful as everyone else. So that's why he can pilot it. Uh, yeah, and, and, then, and then he had like that, um, he had that, that like soldier that sacrificed himself to like save yeah. him. Yeah, and then we get introduced... Also, to another uh, important character who stays uh, with her through the whole uh, series, and that is, um, she goes by Raylena Darlin at the beginning, and she's the daughter of the head of the. Um, but da, 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 da. Is, is it Peacecraft, right? Raylena. Yeah, he, yeah. She, she's like the daughter of like the the. Oh man. The main guy who's advocating for peace. Yeah, the main guy who's advocating for peace. Um, yeah, 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 because basically her family is um, all for total pacifism. Yeah, they're all for like total pacifism to end all conflict because you know human conflict like that's just a thing that just happens like forever, and they want to put an end to it because of pacifism, and that comes into conflict with what Oz wants to do. Yeah, yeah, and then basically his her adopted father gets killed by Lady uh, Lady Un because she he was in the way for. Yeah, the Oz assassinates him because he was advocating for peace. And this is right after yeah. they got all the other peace leaders killed by Hero that one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the way her father gets killed is like, she finds the bomb that's supposed to kill him. <laughs> yeah. And, and then she wa- she walks out of the room and give in, out of the building and gives it to like the actual person that's, that planted the bomb. Yeah. Let- and, and then... And then Lady Un like throws the bomb back into the building where his fa- her father was, and then that was a hell of a throw too. That was like a second story window. Yeah, so yeah, like she leaves it disguised as like a makeup case. Relina's like, oh hey, she must have forgotten this, and it also helps. Okay, there's five seconds until the bomb goes off. Hey miss, I think you forgot this, and then she just overarms it a hundred feet into a window. Yeah, like it was a like she she like Tim Tebow's in into like a second story window. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and that's like only like one of the only times like someone actually dies from like an explosion. I mean, yeah. explosions kill people fairly often, but gunshots gunshots never kill anyone. <laughs> that that's the one rule. And yeah, we we've also learned that like Hero is just immune to explosions because like twelve episodes in, um, like his mission gets compromised or whatever, and the only logical solution at that point is to blow up um his Gundam and not only was he standing in the cockpit when the detonation <laughs> went off he then proceeds to fall 40 feet onto his rib cage and he he's he's like unconscious for like an episode and then he wakes up like perfectly fine after think, that and then he does it again yeah i think hero's superpower is specifically that he can't die from falling because there's like four occasions where he falls 40 feet directly onto his head, most, mostly after opening yeah. up the cockpit, staggering out, and falling all the way down to the ground. 
which might yeah, which he, might he, also explain his total lack of any sort of emotion because i'm pretty sure he has had trauma yeah, yeah he has like no sense of self-preservation whatsoever yeah because i think he's, he's basically like full-on child so soldier all all she all he has in his mind is to f complete the mission yeah that, that that's something they mentioned in um in uh endless waltz uh, there's like some dialogue between the scientist after like, you know, we, we need to remove his ability to feel like, you know, compassion or whatever after he sees like uh, some girl walking uh, her dog. Who I thought was going to turn yes. out to be the girl that we met earlier who who turns out to be evil. But no, it's just some other random girl with a dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and then the girl and the dog die. Immediately. In that flashback. Yeah. What? And then like he feels he feels bad about it, and like the people in charge of him, like we need to remove his ability to feel compassion and you know stuff like that, which is why throughout the entire like series he he just sort of straight faces everything. Oh, oh yeah, and then uh, another um, episode like it's like two episodes later is like it was like Sylvia, like the the guy that it was like the granddaughter of the guy that Hero killed on that plane a few a few episodes oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, like she also took like an explosion head on from like a from a Leo, and then she still survived. Um, yeah, because it, it was it, it's like I was saying last night. Like there there were a lot of instances where I thought characters were going to die, but they just turned out to be perfectly okay. Or in a coma. Or or in a coma, like in the case of Lady Un. Uh, and that leads into that happens after everyone goes to um, after hero screws up, everybody goes to space and, and everybody everybody self detonates. That's the other important thing. Yeah, th this is where we sort of get like the mid season upgrade for, uh, you know, which is like, you know, typical in a lot of Gundam shows halfway through. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but I feel after they go to the to space, like the series kind of stalls a bit because, like, yeah, um, with like the the period between like when they get to space and then like when the story picks back up again, it feels like it drags a lot. Like, in, but between then and then, and I I had a hard time watching that part because it just it, it everything just kind of dragged. It was a lot of characters like sort of going through their own personal. Um, like uh you know self-reflection arcs and everything um everybody just sort of gets their three episode character arc where their gundam's destroyed and they're really sad and then they eventually all make their way back to earth well so uh, when they're taking off to go to space i uh, if i remember correctly duo and wufei managed to get their gundams on board a shuttle and take them up to space. Catra is like holding the line while they do that. And he decides to self detonate Sandrock before getting in his own shuttle and going up there. And then the, um, and then once they get there, um, duo is, he, he witnesses like the, the destruction of death Scythe like on screen in a colony because he left it floating in space. And then Wu Fei gets overpowered and then they get introduced to, the scientists who were responsible for the creation of them, and then they got, they, they all get like their upgraded versions. Well, you also have to mention that then they uh, meet Troa, who joined yeah. us in disguise, and they are just the masters of background checks. <laughs> we we need somebody who can pilot this new mobile suit we're developing. Wow, look at this kid. He he's as talented as a Gundam pilot. You think he might have been one of those Gundam pilots we were after? Nah, let's give him all the authority we possibly can. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hey, we captured an actual Gundam pilot. Okay, give, okay, give him his own mobile suit, and 
but in case he tries to betray us, give the emergency stop button to this guy named Truwa, who we definitely trust. He seems like a real bang-up guy. Yeah, um, another big plot point in the series is that they, Oz is like, they're, they're doing their, like, you know, conquest with, um, oh, it, it's also worth mentioning at this point that, um, because when, uh, when, uh, Hero blew up the, the craft that was carrying all of the peace leaders on it, Oz then used that as, like, uh, sort of ammunition against them and turned the colonies, uh, against them so that's why so they they obviously went into hiding when they went into space yeah and then basically like yeah lady un was like basically the the diplomat that was trying to bridge the alliance and oz oh yeah a lot yeah oz and the colonies together during that yeah. section yeah so so troa is now secretly working for oz they've captured duo and hero who are now under his jurisdiction, uh, tr- uh, uh, Wufei is off being sex- sexist somewhere, and then we have Catra <laughs> and his story arc where he meets his dad. Well, we meet his dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. like a whole there's like a whole little arc where like Catra sees his dad again for like the first time in forever, and then uh, his father gets killed. And then Catra goes on a big tear, like, oh, we need to, I like, I need to blow up the colonies or whatever. This is like the, this is the first, like, of, this is the first of many instances of, like, people switching sides or switching motivations. I also want to comment when we meet Papa Catra that he has one of my favorite sassy lines in the entire series. <laughs> no, father, I'm, fi- I, yeah, we, we shouldn't fight, son, but father, I'm fighting to end the war. Oh, and has the war ended yet? <laughs> and, and then his solution to oh we don't need to fight is he's now going to steal the asteroid base and drive it away and then get shot to death and die in a fire which which presumably so, nobody else was on that asteroid base which we'll touch on later so um like uh another big point like a a big plot point is that they're developing these mobile dolls and mobile dolls are like, you know, uh, mobile suits that are being piloted, like with a computer that have like a quicker reaction time and you can just point them at anything and they'll do it. And that ends up becoming a problem. Um, and then they, they also develop the, the Mercurius and the Viete by the, uh, those were developed by the scientists who created the Gundams and they were, um, meant to be on their same power level so they could stop them. And then when the whole thing happens where Troa has Hero and Duo uh, Duo under his jurisdiction, he like tells them to pilot that. And they also, they pilot the, um, the Mercurius and the Viete against uh, Catra. Yeah. yeah, And and, Catra is in the wing zero system at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah he, the, he he's he, he's piloting like the upgraded wing zero that has like the zero system. I don't in think it it's upgraded because the uh, the 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 wing shows up again. This is just another mobile suit that they had stored somewhere that they didn't want to use because it's too dangerous. Because of the zero system, and we'll touch yep. on that later. Um, and when that happens, um, they manage to stop Catra, but not before Catra. Um, 
like causes Troa's um, suit to blow up. Yeah, and then and then, then, then like Troa gets lost in space. Yeah, Troa disappears for a <laughs> while. Also, at this point, um, hasn't Katra already blown up at least one colony? I don't. Uh, did he blow yeah, up? Yeah, I think a he blew, up, blew one up. That's when we're introduced to the Wing Zero, and then he's on his way to blow up another one, and that's when they fight him. And I think he blows up that one too, but I can't remember. I don't think he did. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure they damaged it. I remember like specifically him pushing um, Hero through like the outer wall of the colony, and they end up um, in some kind of like maintenance hall or whatever, where the the fight finally oh, yeah. ends. But oh, and we also got and then like they go at some point before they go to space. They also have a fight. The Hero also has a fight with. Zex in the Arctic in yeah. the heavy arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, Antarctica. Yeah, because Zex is one of those honorable soldiers who wants to fight, you know, one on one with who he feels are his equals. Yeah, and then they install like a beam saber onto the heavy arms instead of like his Gatling gun. Yeah, because he he drops the Gatling gun and then like pulls out the uh, beam saber and then does like a one armed. Uh... They have the whole sword fight. Oh. Yeah, they have they have they have the old sword fight. I think fight, it actually so... was a nice little touch yeah, yeah. that instead of oh hey when fighting and conveniently here's your preferred mobile suit, he actually does use Troa's mobile suit instead because that's what they had on hand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because like um yeah his, his yeah hero's mobile suit was actually in Ar- Antarctica because that's where they were. Yeah, that's where they right? were repairing yeah. their enemy's mobile suit because honorable. Yeah, because like uh, Zex, like I need to fight him no matter what. And I also hate Troll's <laughs> stupid hair, but, you know, that's... I mean, no, there, there was a scene, I think, yeah, when it's revealed that he's the one who's now working for Oz, quotation marks, and then he's the one who blows up the Death Scythe, and he takes off his helmet, and at first I'm thinking, okay, how the heck is he fitting his hair inside that helmet? But then he takes it off, and I realize, wait a minute, he just always in a state of having just washed his hair, and then he takes his helmet off forward, and that's why it's sticking directly <laughs> forward. And I also mentioned, like, he, he kind of looks like Timmy Turner from oh, the Fairly Odd oh, Parents yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> he could fall forward and his hair will hit the ground before he does. So it's basically if he protection. headbutts at someone, yeah. it's counted as piercing damage. So, uh, let me see. Um, but. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, I think after that part was like, um, it's when, uh, I think it was like, let's see, was Wufei also with them? In when they were like um, filing the Marcusius, no, I I don't think Wufei I think was his with them. space arc comes quite a bit later. Oh, oh. but oh no, oh no 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 like you know Wuf, uh, Wufei was there because Wuf, Wufei and Duo were in that. Oh yeah, base, that's right. And they were held. held they were, yeah, yeah they, they were held. They were held prisoners. And then, yeah, and then. Yeah, the, the 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 guy in charge is like yeah we'll just cut off the oxygen supply and let them like you know suffocate I mean, to death. props to him for finally having yeah. the idea to just kill these guys <laughs> that keep being a problem, but he really took his time about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 but then um yeah I, I think it was like Lady Un yeah, that, that and, saved him and then she gets shot. Yeah, <laughs> which puts her in... <laughs> point blank in the chest. Uh, yeah, and yeah, the, I remember like oh she got shot and then he's yep. MIA. Yeah, she she's in, she, like I figured she would probably come back in some capacity because her and Trey's were 
Um, we, we all like. We also need to note to comment. Yeah, speaking yeah. of Lady Anne uh, <laughs> and people getting shot, I don't think we've listed the second most iconic scene from this entire entire series after the whole "whip up the letter, I'll kill you" incident. Uh, when General Septim gets pushed out of the airplane, and she manages to put one, uh, manages to put a bullet between his eye after he's fu- between his eyes after he's fallen out of the airplane. Feet, yes, yeah, and the- judging <laughs> judging by the yeah, rest the- of the series and people's luck with surviving getting shot, or rather, they're, yeah, they're very much success with surviving after getting shot. If they ever do another sequel, I expect Septim to be to be the bad guy who's back from the dead. <laughs> Because nobody ever dies after they get shot in Gundam Wing. <laughs> no. Yeah, and they even use that um scene where, where she shoots him in the on the airplane in the the actual promo trailer for for uh, for, to, for Toonami. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Uh, let's see, where are we at now? Um. Yeah. So it it was the they were in the moon base and then Lady On got gets shot because. Like, so they they're freed. And then they fight their way out of there, and, um, oh, oh yeah, and, and then yeah, they they return to Earth, and go to the Saint Kingdom, I think, right? Yeah, and the Saint Kingdom is provided is is it's provided over by, um, Raylina, who is like she she was told when her father, or her adoptive father died, that like she wasn't his actual father. Her her real name was uh, Raylina Peacecraft, and she was part of the um, Peacecraft family. I- yeah, yeah, and then, then like her her butler like told her that 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 she has a brother, right? I think. Yeah, and that brother ends up being Zex Marquis. Um, the- Zex Mark, yeah, whose real name is uh, Milliard Peacecraft. Uh, uh, yeah. And, so- and the the Saint Kingdom is a nation that represents um like their like the the Peacecraft family's ideals of like true pacifism. They're like a pacifist nation or whatever, and they don't want to get involved in any conflicts that are happening they want to remain uh neutral to uh oz and the uh it's also a kingdom which as far as i can tell consists of one all girls boarding school whose only teacher is Alina, <laughs> who is also the headmistress and i think one of the students that is all we see of it yeah the... yeah for like i like when they were talking about the saint kingdom i was like i was like in in my head like before we went there i was imagining like you know this is like a whole like nation or whatever you know we're gonna see like how different people are uh you know living there and how their lives are adapting to you know trying to live in a neutral uh country when all this conflict is going on and then we get there and then like you said it's like some houses and an all-girls boarding school where Raylena is like doing like six different jobs at the same time yeah, and then like yeah, another like character is, is uh, introduced there as well, like Dorothy. Oh, oh she's yeah, great. Dorothy, who is. She was the, she was the, yeah, daughter the, or granddaughter the, of the, the the Romofeller Foundation. Yeah, and see, this is where it gets confusing because now we have like <laughs> Oz, the Alliance, the Romofeller Foundation, and I think at this point the Trace faction yeah. starts showing up as well. Um. And that sort of that sort of leads into one of my main complaints about Wing is that there are too many factions and there are too many instances of like characters defecting to each one of the others for often at times surface level reasons and it keeps it hard to tr- uh, keep up with for a while 
uh, who's doing what and why uh, who were doing whatever because uh, and another thing too is like a lot of characters just disappear for like episodes at a time that's sort of the weakness of having five main characters of that all get yeah. quite a bit of focus like I appreciate how they all have their various interactions and like we said it's not I don't think it's until the very end that they are all five in one place yeah, 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 because I, I, I believe, like, I think they had, like, a hard time trying to find a way to have all, all of them in the same place. Yeah. Um, so, there is a Saint Kingdom. Raylina wants the Saint Kingdom to be neutral to everything that's going on. And Catra and Hero are the first to show up. And we're like, yeah, you know, we, we agree with that or whatever. But then, like, um, they try to take in uh, refugees from the alliance who are being hunted down by Oz and Oz sort of uses that as their way in to uh, figure out where they at and then, and then there's like a whole big battle that happens there I actually like how um, it's very obvious that Oz is hurting them in so then it can chase them into the country and have the reason and they have the audacity to call them up like oh you should be worried about these people that you're that you're that you're bringing in as refugees why should we well, you you never know. They might have some ulterior motive for coming into your country. Hangs up. All right, lads, let's go <laughs> blow up the town. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um. Um. Noin is there as well. Have we uh, introduced Noin yet? No, I don't think we have. I I, I have completely forgot. I I have completely she forgotten about Noin. She is the primary love interest female um, character for Zex, because each character gets one. Yes. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then she's basically like her, like his right hand man. Yeah, they work yeah. <laughs> together. They do a lot of stuff together. Yeah, and then basically like the first like gun pilot that she she uh, meets is a uh, Mufei. Yes. And and then and then she like she, she like the basic their interaction is like, she, like she, she shows like uh, mercy against Mufei, and then he he in turn like blows up oh. like kills. Like both of her like um, subordinates, like he kills all of her men, and and, and then says like, <laughs> and then there's she... also um, since we're introducing like you know Noin finally, there's also the lady who was in, who was in charge of like the resistance movement on Earth or Sally whatever. Po. Her name's like Sally. Yeah, Sally Poe, and yeah, yeah, and then that was also the person that like Wufei met right, like when she, when he was like down from losing oh, yeah. from yeah trays and. And then Wufei has this whole spiel about like you know what like you're so weak why are you fighting you know weak people like you shouldn't fight or whatever. Oh, yeah, and then like he doesn't how he doesn't I like. I think he also makes a very like when yeah. he first meets, uh, dang it, when he first meets Noin at the beginning, he also makes a big point like haha you're weak because you're a woman because he's just kind of casually sexist to everyone. Yeah, and then he has um, there's also like a an instance where like he takes the shit the. They're fighting outside, like, some mansion or whatever that has trays in it. And he, like, smashes the window with the Shin Long's arm, and he jumps out and has, like, a sword fight with trays. And it, it ends up being a, a draw, and Trey's is like, I'll I'll fight you again someday. We'll, we'll it wasn't see a draw. Trey's completely won. And see, okay, yeah, that, I, yeah. That, that's the part I forget. Yeah, and, yeah, Trey's basically, like, spares him, and then, like, Wu Fei is, like, is, like, down because he lost, mm. and then, like, goes down into the ocean. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing too. A lot of uh, uh, a lot of like really powerful mobile suits just get dropped in the ocean, yeah. only to be found later. So the Saint Kingdom gets attacked. 
Um, and then um, uh, the what happens the after that? Kingdom gets attacked. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. And then they reintroduce the the Winged Zero suit, mobile suit, and it's like like piloted by oh, that yeah, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Trant. Trant. He has one of the best character arcs in this entire series, I swear. Because he's just some random red shirt who I think is like the engineer in charge of repairing the Wing Zero because everybody knows that it's super cool. And and we haven't mentioned the Wing Zero system either. But the Wing Zero system, because we need this for Trant, is it feeds you so much information that it's all this battle data, but it's more than the human mind can handle. And because it's showing you all these potential ways that the battle might go, you start hallucinating different things, and then you murder everyone. That is basically what it amounts to that if you have it you fight normally and then you get a headache and then you start shooting everything and 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 unintentionally blow up something that you care about and trant as, as we've said it's just some random red shirt who's like wow this actually is a, a really powerful system and we keep visiting him as he's trying to figure it out and become as powerful as the gundam pilots until he finally you know just dies yeah, yeah because like he he faces off with um with duo at that point like he he makes Trant makes duo get into the the wing system as well at, at, at that point and then i think like that, that's the point where like duo hallucinates and then like into thinking that he blew up the colony was that, it like, a hallucination it. yeah because i thought the whole point of like them Hilda. showing it from um hilda's perspective was to yeah, show that it actually happened but, yeah, but, but i but guess Hilda, it did because she did show up perfectly fine like the shortly thereafter yeah because like how did hilda survive if i mean maybe she was calling was uh was, she, was it a hallucination was and she was already outside in a shuttle oh, yeah oh and also hilda is duo's love interest female character equivalent that it because each character has their sort of love interest or the, their female character who they interact with that yeah 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 but yeah, cause, yeah hilda, hilda is introduced as like a colony in that's a person from the colony that like volunteers to be like an Oz soldier. Yeah, she's part of the. She wants to join Oz to fight the good fight and be willing to die. And Duo's like, "You shouldn't do that." And she's like, "Good point." And is now his best friend. But yes. yeah, so he, but he's the characters has sort of their girlfriend or female that they interact with. That Hero has Relina, Duo has Hilda, who we just mentioned. Troa has his sister, Catherine. Who works at the circus? Yeah, that that I think I get. At first, she's just some girl, uh. and then he, then he gets amnesia that one time, and he thinks she's actually his sister, and then I think in the far flung future it's revealed, oh, she actually is, and then Catra has his sister that he meets at one point, and I think Wufei just has his Gundam, and there's also the fact that, <laughs> so talking about Hilda, there was. Every character sort of has their designated female character who they always are interacting with. Like how Hero has Relina, a Duo has Hilda, as we've mentioned, Troa has Catherine, his sister, I think, from the circus. It's sort of confusing. Catra has his sister, who we, ha who we see for like one scene. Wufei has his Gundam, I think. Zex has Noin, who's just super cool and she's great. Yeah. And then Tra and then Trey's has Lady Un, who has a split personality, which actually is a kind of a interesting thing that it has as a mystery for a while. And yeah, she like f 
Oh yeah, and she flip flops. Continue. Like, Lady Un flip flops between like the ultimate trays groupie to like important diplomat. Um. Yeah, basically, like yeah. she's like she's like batshit crazy, and then like yeah. a total pacifist. That, that actually is a neat twist where we have this lady who's been going around trying to make nice with all the colonies and get them to. To you know, have an interest in peace, like oh, you can call me Lady Un. It's like wait, wait, what? That's right. She put she she put her hair down and took off her glasses, and oh, she she's literally a completely different person. And, oh, and speaking of Trace, what's he been up to this entire time while everybody's in? Yeah, space? he's been developing the other Gundam that shows up, uh, the Epion, and I really like that design. I've always really I've always really liked the way the Epion looks. Uh, yeah. That's probably because it's one part Devil Man and one part Gal yeah. Gygar and one part, and one part King Ghidorah from uh, yeah. Godzilla. He also has like a heat whip, and even though like I think it's totally unnecessary, like the beam saber is like connected to his backpack. Well, that's so he can then supercharge it from the main yeah. reactor and cut a space fortress. Yeah, but in we'll half. get to that. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Basically, at this part, like, um, yeah. Trays and Hero meet, and then Trays shows Hero the Epion, which is basically like the Wing Zero. It also has the Wing Zero system, which basically like amplifies one's resolve. And then, like a Hero's resolve right now is like to to fight anyone who's yeah. And then he ends up almost taking out um people that he doesn't think are well. People that he normally wouldn't consider the enemy, but because of the zero system, he's having to question himself. Yeah, but I think like Trey says, like you'll you'll find out the future after you. Yeah, you've like um, piloted. They, uh, a lot of characters that. do that, uh, particularly the main five. Like like they're all that the, their interactions with the the zero system, all of, like showing them the alternate uh, futures. Because that's the whole thing about the zero system is that it, it shows like every reality possible, and yeah, yeah, yeah but for the yeah, most yeah, part, it's usually like a, like a hallucination. Um, yeah, and it shows all the possible paths a pilot could take, and that leads to, I know for Wu Fei, he 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 spent some time with uh with it, and it it tells him that like because originally once the uh, climax starts building, Wu Fei is like uh, on the fence about like whether or not he'll um he'll join up with the others but like after being with the zero system it shows him that like his the future he should take is uh joining up with the others i also want to comment that which everybody I don't know, like I, I think everybody gets out of all of like because because there's always some kind of crutch in any gundam show that holds up the weirder bits and the zero system is 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 this for wing and i'm i i'm not really a big fan of it yeah, it's basically like the the plot device to like yeah. to provide conflict for the whole uh, story. Yeah. And because it's like, it's like hello, it's hello? the it's thing heavily. that explains like you know, the, ah, the super crazy abilities of a uh, of a pilot or whatever, you know. So, so it's 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 basically the thing that you said with like um let's oh, see. Galen still wants to pause for a sec. Okay, yeah, so the Wing Zero system is basically like a plot device that they use to provide conflict to the story. I also want to say and that then, when Wu Fei is finally the one to pilot the wing, yeah. the Wing Zero, because everybody gets a turn, he's the only one who doesn't go crazy and start indiscriminately murdering everyone. 
because that's just kind of what he does normally. Yeah, because yeah, basically before that he yeah. he was in the Wing Zero, he that, that's what he did after like uh, after, after his after um, his colony his blew colony itself up so up. that he wouldn't worry about them. <laughs> Which yeah, like, like yeah, like his master's like dying words to him I, was like I also, keep there fighting. Was an, Don't a stop line fighting. earlier in that same episode of you must learn about integrity. Integrity? What's that? Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds like Wu Fei. Of course. Yeah, and then uh, this is when Troa gets introduced back to the story, but he has amnesia now. Yeah. <laughs> and then his time with um, the Zero System rejogs his memory, but his uh, sister question mark, who's with him at the circus, is against it because she doesn't want him to fight. Um, she wants him to just uh, like be with them, and then the colony they're at comes under attack and I think it's like if he goes or like if they retaliate yeah. they'll blow it up then, but I not really around this time as well is like it's when Relena like surrenders herself to the Romofiller Foundation to uphold her like ideals of total pacifism because yeah. the other option only option she had was like have the Gundam fight for her and she didn't want that yeah and then uh Eventually, the whole like it, it all forms. They form like the United Earth, um, like the world nation, like dissolving the boundaries of all countries. On, yeah, and then around this time, um, also like Earth. the White Fang starts <laughs> is formed around this time as well. Yeah, yeah. And two more. Well, one gets rebranded, and then we have like another yeah, faction then, introduced. Think, yeah, um, also this time it was like Wu Fei. Is still trauma traumatized from the like his colony b being uh, blown up, and then he attacks the moon base, killing the mobile dolls and collie suits alike. Yeah, like, like yeah, like he like this is like the third this is like the third emotional yeah. rampage like Gunner pilot goes through in this in the show. Yeah, and it turns out that um. Our man, uh, Zex Marquise, or uh, I guess he's going by me, still uh, Mialdor Peacecraft, still is the leader of the White Fang yeah, Rebellion. Was, yeah, and yeah, I think around this point as well, like um, Hero and uh, Zex switch suits because I think Zex was piling the Wings Zero system, and then Hero was uh, piling Epion, and then uh, and then like yeah. They, I think they switched suits around the time of the moon base when like Wufei was like going on a rampage. Yeah, they yeah the Zex and uh, Hero have like a fight between them, and Hero is in the Wing Zero, and um or no, Hero is in the uh, Epion, and uh, Zex is in the Wing Zero, and they oh, end oh, up it, switching <laughs> after it's over. Yeah, and, and then, when the uh, final yeah, so yeah, around this yeah. time it's also like. They're tr they're trying to I think convince Wufei to join him, but then like it's like him and like Noin have a rematch, and then like Wufei, I remember Wufei saying like, yeah. uh, uh, um, that like he he said like a quote saying like, weak people have weapons, and then and they go into their minds and start going wild, but that's what basically he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And uh. Around this time, Dorothy, um, who's really into battles and really into conflict or whatever, um, starts hanging out with Zex on board his ship. 
they've been they've been building this like super battleship called the Libra, which is a, which was originally meant for um, Oz, I believe. And when the White Fang Rebellion starts, well, they but take we don't over, know that for a little while yet. <laughs> and also, blow the, the earth. The battleship that Oz was building, and then they steal like a supply yard where Oz was about to build all the better mobile doll units, which I don't think we've really touched on. So. Yeah, the better mobile doll units, they were based on, like, the... Yeah, those ones we've been meeting for Mercurius a while. These and the, the Viete, and the, they were uploaded with the, um, plus the data of, of all the Gundam pilots, So too. now the... So it's also at this point, now that the White Fang has taken over, and Zex is yeah. in charge, and we find he, his mission is to destroy the Earth, because if the, the Earth is where the problems originate. So now we've essentially... We've gone from the Earth is being a dick to the colonies... So the colonies and the Gundams to fight the Earth. Now all the Gundams are on the Earth, and the colonies are being a dick to Earth, so that they're going from the Earth to fight the colonies. And it's a complete 180. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah like, like it's so many a complete people just keep switching sides. And it's, it's, it's so many so many people will, like switch sides by the end of this show. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and they sort of just devolve, like, dissolve it all into like the the United Earth Nation versus yeah, the White Fang and then the, the, the White Army, Fang, basically those like and four. yeah, and the Trey's Army. Those are and which was like made up of the Trey's faction, people totally ready to just give up their lives for uh, Mister Trey's Kushranata. Um There was a really funny instance that I thought was kind of hilarious, where Hero was like being overwhelmed and he's like shit they might have me Wait, and then in come all these dudes right on Leo's flying in and like four trays and then they blow themselves the up kills all the guys who were attacking trays and then he kills all the guys who were there shouting four trays and they're like oh hey sweet he's on our side and hero just slaughters them all and like man trays what a great boss <laughs> yeah and <laughs> Trey's shows up with the Tall Geese 2, and he wants to fight uh, Zex one-on-one, but Zex declines, um, you know, saying, I'm just going to shoot my big laser at the Earth. They think that he's going to shoot a colony with it, but he misses it completely and hits the Earth, and that's when they realize that the Earth is their actual... Yeah, when he did that, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because because Zek's whole thing is like I'm gonna have a war so oh, bad no one's ever to gonna want to fight a war again, queen of which all is the Earth. stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think around that part also, yeah. like because like he, she gave up, she gave herself up. Like, hero, like yeah. for a second thought of like, now I gotta kill her again. <laughs> yeah, because she think, yeah, because he believes that like. Because she's given herself up, that she's just gonna betray uh, everything. And he's like, "Oh, I guess I gotta kill her now." And then, like, while she's giving the speech about like you know, yeah, the United like, Earth uh, was, was nation like, and everything, the fate, yeah, but they the bring her in as a figurehead after they capture her. And then the one guy who's yeah. trying to take over power 
He's like, aha, you're the figurehead. But anyway, now here's what we're going to do. And everybody else says, oh, you know what? Let's actually listen to what she wants to do. And, she's led, and she says, let's go full pacifism. And they're all like, okay, cool. And then she wins. <laughs> and so now the... <laughs> And the Earth is completely at peace, and then in comes Zex saying, oh no, we yeah. can only have peace after we blow up the yeah, Earth. Yeah, and then they just do that. And then... <laughs> and then the guy who tried to bring her in as the figurehead is... Yeah, he, because the Earth is the source uh, he, of all problems. He's the one who is the grandfather of Dorothy. And I'm not sure if she intentionally sends him to space to get killed, but she might have. And that's when... Then he's out of the story. <laughs> like, as soon as there was a new bad guy the leader of the previous bad guys gets killed off. <laughs> and then during the fight uh, between the White Fang and the Trey's army and the Earth, that's when uh, Wu Fei has his rematch with uh, Trey's. And he ends up killing him. And he's yeah. like, no, I didn't want to. Yeah, I think like he was, he was like sad that he killed her. I mean, it's also right after Trey's has... Yeah, he was like, really yeah, he, he, he was sad that he killed Wufei's him. He's like, ah, you don't, you don't even care about this. <laughs> you don't even care about this fight. Do you even know how many people you've killed? And he's like, yes, 20,549. 20, Lady Un, how many have, have died today? 245. Be sure to tell me their names later. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 like he and basically he, like knows yeah, he, all the people he killed. And then he immediately dies right after that. Yeah, Trace is a very interesting character. Yeah, and then like yeah, yeah. yeah before Trace dies, he, uh, he also gets saved. Yeah, she's by, been like, in a coma for twenty episodes. Who comes back from a coma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she had been in a cut. Like the first time we see Lady Un in action again is like. She has the original wing, and um, uh, th they shoot their big fuck-off laser at Trey, saying, oh, we're going to blow him up. And then she comes in and knocks him out of the way. And the wing zero, like, it takes the blast. Everything is destroyed except for the cockpit. Yeah, she, basically, she, you know, oh, she floats out going, okay, I'm all right. the strongest part of the yeah. Gundam. Yeah, I mean traditionally that's always the case, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like basically, like she really, woke, she woke up like she like, like she said something was wrong, and then immediately yeah, they, went to pilot the, the laser. Zero then it comes to her to waking trace. up, running out of bed, going to the yeah. the original Wing Gundam, which some some engineers off screen <laughs> conveniently attach rockets to, flies up and kicks him out of the way. Yeah, that was another instance of like, I felt like a character was going like like th that's a point when like when they should have like died only for like something to save them or for like somebody to suddenly change their minds and like it not happen. Um, and then the spaceship that the uh, five gun the pilots were using as like a base of operations, they ram into the um, space battleship that Zex wants to blow up the Earth with, and now. They're sort of like falling, but they're being sucked in by the Earth's gravity. And if they hit the ground, um, it'll basically blanket out the sun and like start a new ice age. And, you know, that's not good, obviously. So the, the plan is like try to blow it up in atmosphere so it burns up. Um, and 
they sort of do that, but like one huge piece still still falls away, um, while the rest of the uh, main body like floats off uh, harmlessly, and that's sort of where like the final bit of the show takes place, and it's like all of them fighting inside of it trying to stop it, and that's where Hero and Zex sort of have like their final bout, and Hero thinks like, oh, you know, I've beaten Zex, you know, he's he's cut off his um. He sliced the arm off the uh, Epion. He's like, okay, I'm going to go down to the reactor and blow it up. And he doesn't have any ammunition and anything to destroy it. And he's like, okay, I'll just self-detonate <laughs> because, you know, as we've said, anytime, anytime anything mildly inconveniences somebody yeah, in the wing, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. blow up yeah, the Gundam. The, <laughs> um, which is yeah, so... Yeah, I think, like, yeah, like, um, Zex, blew, Zex blows up and then I think there was, like, one final piece that was still heading toward towards the earth and then like hero goes yeah and he look, goes and yeah Wufei's like hey hey hero think you needed this and he tosses the beam rifle back to him <laughs> yeah yeah the... yeah and then he he blows it up and like as far as we know at this point zex was at ground zero of a, of a reactor explosion but, but but he should be dead when he blows himself up i was like and he got well. There's still a he movie, got blown up, so but also technically he was alive. shot by Hero. And as we all know, we move, nobody ever dies then, you know, from getting shot in Gundam Wing. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, main piece of the Libra that was falling blows up. It burns up in the atmosphere, and that's sort of like the end of yeah. yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, the anime yeah, after, itself, like, it and, down, then we... and then the opening st- starts playing. That was a really good scene. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, that's something I want to touch on since you mentioned the opening playing. The music in uh, Wing, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, even if some parts yeah, were overplayed yeah, like, like too much, that, like that uh, song mission accomplished. mission accomplished just I... plays when <laughs> their mission isn't even is far from being accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we move into the um, the sort of like continuation the the sequel is a, um, a movie called Endless Waltz and it takes place a year after the events of the show and all the protagonists are going yeah you know we don't really need yeah, our Gundams the, the, the anymore so let's just blow them up by firing them yeah. into the sun shipping them to the and moon. at the, oh, at no, the very the, end of the, the movie sun. they do actually self-detonate them all at which point I realized why did they bother firing them into the sun like the most obvious thing is to self-detonate <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they oh, could have done yeah um, but for some reason like um Wu Fei and Troa are mysteriously not there, and um, the whole plot for Endless Waltz is that the uh, daughter of Trey's, uh, her name's uh, Mari Mea, she wants to, she like kidnaps Raylina while she's at like some sort of like conference by uh, drugging her, and then a whole new conflict starts and they're like, well, shit, I guess we gotta yeah, go. Yeah, basically a new faction our appears back. that has, like, Chase's daughter who is who is yeah. never mentioned in the series. Yeah. Not mentioned at all whatsoever that Trey's had a daughter, <laughs> even though Endless Waltz only takes place a year yeah, yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, um, so when they said that, I was, like, questioning, like, 
Is that really Chase's yeah, daughter? Yeah, it's because pretty obvious that she's this figurehead be being like used by Dagon Boyton, who's who was the mastermind behind the original Operation Meteor, which Dacum was supposed Barton. to start by dropping a colony on the Earth yeah. and then cleaning up with the Gundams. And this is the point where we where we learn that basically <laughs> nobody was actually doing what they were supposed yeah. to in Operation Meteor. Like, yes. like, Dua was on his way to blow up the Gundam, and they were like, you know what, you've got Spunk, kid. Here, have some keys. Go to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and the the final fight is between like um, the Gundam pilots, Noin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zex, who is still, is alive, still alive. You know, like, that's like he has the the most pot armor in this series. Yeah, Zex, like because he was he was ground zero at like at a reactor explosion on a ship. So, you know, presumably the Epion blew up as well. But he shows up a year later to volunteer to be a mobile suit pilot for the Preventers, which was like a, a faction just, you know, like their name implies, they're called the Preventers. They're meant to prevent, um, you know, any further conflict from happening. <laughs> and he just shows up to volunteer to be a mobile suit pilot out of nowhere. No scars. He's not missing an eye. Yeah, he's he, not he part robot. Like, he, he's like, he's um, like MIA for a year. He, and he's like, oh, time to go back to the army and pilot another Gundam. Yeah. Yeah, and then so basically, what happens is like they have one final fight against uh, Dacum's forces. They're like new mobile dolls that are like. I feel like we should mention. They're sort of kind of like the heavy arms. Uh, they've got like big, huge Gatling guns and like missile spam and everything, and and Wu Fei for some reason, um. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to join up yeah. with... Um, with the bad guys. With like a mermaid's army, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, he... he Wait, yeah, he joined up with the bad guys. Him, um, which I do Troa like also did, time, but he's using it as like cover. Including we, him before, we disguises himself as, oh yes, I'm definitely on your side. And then he's in the middle of this crowd, and they immediately call him out, and all point their guns at him, which was hilarious. And then he attacks them, and that's when Wu Fei shows up. And he's a bad guy now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because like I think Wu Fei's whole argument in this uh, in Endless Walls is that like they're they're about to achieve their like ideal peace, and then yeah, so, so and all he's ever known is being a child soldier. That so so once like peace has been realized, then like he feels like. Yeah, he feels like he's gonna be discarded, and has, he has yeah, no purpose. It has has no purpose, and doesn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. So the the Gundams are retrieved from, uh, by Catra from um, being sent into the sun, and they fight off against Dacum's forces, and it ends not with any of them killing um, Dacum himself, but like one of his own soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so basically, like, hero, hero shows up with the, yeah. the 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 wing zero, and then shoots like a beam rifle, his beam rifle, tw like a couple of times at their like defense. Oh yeah, and then and Relina's there. Yeah, she's been kidnapped. they're they're in, like she's a bunker underground, I, I think. And then she convinces uh. Naomiya that hey, war is bad, and Dacum is like, "Huh, how dare you?" So he goes to shoot her. To shoot Alina, and then 
Naomiya, who's like two feet shorter than Olina, throws herself in front of her and somehow gets shot by Dacom instead. And he's like, aha, we, we don't need her, we could just make another one. At which point one of his own men shoots him. Because they finally figured out that he's a huge asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. again, this is Wing Zero. Uh, Mari this is uh, ends up wing, being and fine she got and shot. She gets taken Yeah, for a second when I thought like like she got shot, like, oh, it, she, she's dead. We can and still then, save like, her. The, then the next scene is like, oh, she's alive. Yeah. Yeah, like in the end credits, they show her with. At the end credits, they show her with um, in a wheelchair with Lady Um, which I guess makes sense because Lady Um was all about uh, Trey's, you know, calling him His Excellency. So it would make sense that she would want to look after his um, his daughter. Um, it's also worth mentioning that in Endless Waltz, all of the um, Gundams have a redesign. These redesigns aren't like an upgrade or anything. They're just retcons from um, the original anime. They show at the beginning of Endless Waltz, they show the final few episodes of the fight in space and they're yeah, all yeah, in their yeah, endless for, yeah for a second I, I i went into this uh movie thinking like oh they're gonna explain all these um these uh, redesigns and then i go nope it's just a retcon yeah yeah i figured the redesigns would be an upgrade uh, yeah because from where they were when the anime ended because there's some new conflict with, you know, some new powerful, like, mobile doll uh, units or whatever, and they needed to be upgraded. Yeah, but no, it's basically just, because, just like, um, the after the series, like, they achieved technically peace, and then they were, they, they were basically going to destroy the Gundams. So there was nearly no point and, to, And also like, the upgrade, upgrade that would be them. a whole other arc. <laughs> and, that, and they yeah. already have so much stuff that yeah. they're fitting into this one movie. So... Like, this movie is, like, three episodes long essentially and the whole rest of this series it it's 49 episodes so it has so much stuff and it takes so long that i was watching this movie and it's like man this is just stuff keeps happening this is freaking breakneck speed yeah yeah my like my whole thing with uh endless waltz is like i like the designs but like i feel I feel like there was a lot of buildup for yeah. stuff that got resolved it, it, yeah, very, very quickly. Like, and also, like, um, when yeah. the, the Wing Zero is being shot into the sun, it, it's basically, like, its wings are, it's it's pod. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, parts of it, like, like fall off when Hero yeah. gets into the to the Gundam. Yeah, that yeah that that yeah that's like the, the the big feathery wings on like the wing zero. It's another one of those things where it's like every time a new wing zero kit comes out, they always yeah. make sure to make it so it can like cocoon itself in its uh in its wings. The real grade wing zero I have can do that. So yeah, that's Gundam Wing and that's uh, Endless Waltz. Uh, there was a um, series, well not not a series, but there was a uh, a sequel to uh gundam wing that that started publication in 2010 that was a uh, novel series called frozen teardrop and i actually wasn't aware of this until tomorrow uh, uh last night before we recorded um if i'd known about it sooner i probably would have uh looked into it more but a friend of mine sent me some bullet pointed list of like things that <laughs> happen in frozen teardrops and he said it's one of those cases where nobody was there to <laughs> oh, tell really? the author no um 
Yeah, it's like he he said it's like Crossbone or like the Astray mangas where it's like the nobody was there to tell the writer no. Um, so like some notable events that happen in Teardrop are um, there's a nano machine clone of Zex that shows up. <laughs> Um, Noin has a brother who disguised himself as Zex but gets assassinated. Wait, wait, wait there's the two people that like that, that um, disguise themselves as Zex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Zex and Noin get married. Catra has a Catra has yeah they they get married and have twins. Um, Catra has a cloned younger sister who exists purely to give him spare organs. Wait, um, and stay. In standard wing fashion, everyone defects constantly. Hero is still sixteen because he was in cryogenic sleep. Um, there, oh, oh, oh. let's see. Um, there was some assassin who took in Troa. Duo and Hilda get married, oh, but they get divorced, so she's now his ex-wife. Um, let's see. And there's also like it completely details all of Trey's backstory. <laughs> Catra's uh, twin clone falls in love with oh, Troa. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, and she yes, plays so a violin I looked, for I looked him. it up like for some Hilda gets divorced and becomes a nun. <laughs> yeah. Dorothy becomes president oh, wait, of Earth. Wait, 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 marries so hero at the 16, end. Right? And then Hero was like, frozen too. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Uh, yes, I just looked it up. And yes, she was also was frozen. Was she frozen at all? I don't know. It, was, it would be weird if, like, it's like twenty years later, and then <laughs> they uploaded all of they uploaded all of Trey's memories I mean, into in Hero's series, brain. I think he's like nineteen. So, so, and apparently Zex was an ace pilot at the age of ten. So, you know, yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, frozen yeah, teardrop. It's just like uh, you know. throwing everything into the kitchen sink <laughs> and going. Yeah, again, he, they, it, it's like my friend said. It, it, it's one of those cases where nobody was there to yeah, tell yeah, the writer. I'm curious no. if they actually adapt um, this to like a movie or something. I, I mean, the time when they kick so, a guy out of a plane um, and then shoot him on the so way. So, there down any favorite parts, characters, uh, etc.? Yeah, so, yeah. Basically, yeah. My favorite yes. side character is yeah that guy, General Septum. Like, I think we can voice. link the video you found <laughs> of so all the times that he's talking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's always him shouting, and it's like yeah. it's like it, it like throws off because everyone else is not like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, so cool. I'd say probably like my favorite uh, pilot out of the five is Duo, and I really enjoyed Noin anytime she was on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, Noin was a really cool character, and I I liked Zex yeah, up until the point yeah. where he kind of just goes he went crazy. crazy. I, I, I uh, was thinking like Zex would be my favorite character, but then like oh, I was like oh wait what wait, wait yeah. you're doing that now? <laughs> what was your uh, favorite and least favorite? Uh, wait, well, well, mobile suit even designs? before watching um, Gundam Wing, my favorite my favorite design was like the the Gundam the Gundam. All shot on Otaku from the endless, endless waltz, like it was like Wu Fei's um yeah. Gundam suit. Yeah, yeah Shenlong is like yeah, it yeah, becomes yeah, but, a yeah, the, I, think that's, I think that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Then, after watching Wing, I think I like the Toggies as well. Yeah, and then like yeah, I think my least favorite 
pound would it's have to be a jerk to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I like all five of them. Um, the 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 Gundams. I mean, um, my two favorites are probably Death Scythe and Heavy Arms. Um, uh, the Tall Geese is pretty cool too. I. I'd say like my my least favorite designs are like when they just started like mass producing mobile dolls and they all just kind of like uh, ended up looking the same and just becoming background far, uh, fodder. Those designs were yeah. I but I I also like some of the grunt units that Oz used, like the um, the Ares and the uh, Torres. Yeah, I wish because we could I, think, get, yeah, uh, I think yeah, I'll update the Ares. They released like a resin kit for it like years ago, probably like ten over ten years ago, and. Yeah, like even then when you were, when they released yeah. it, it was like two hundred dollars because it was all resin, but now it's like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so like, um, yeah, I think, yeah. Um, before watching this, like, yeah, like the the Leos, I thought, yeah, the Leos yeah. Um, grew on me as I watched the show. It's like, yeah. oh, I think my favorite has to be the Tall Geese. Yeah, I like the Leos. Cool. Leos so are pretty cool. Leos as a secondary. I like all the different variants. I, I, yeah, Tall Geese one, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think the Tall Geese. My is least my favorite. favorite. I've. I kind of hate to say, but the Shenlong. Yeah. I just think looks yeah. so goofy um, of the main five, with its stretchy arms and it's just sort of its awkward build. Both. Uh, are, are, are you talking about the, like the, the, yeah. the original one? Yeah. Like the it's just kind of goofy, and it's got like a scorpion oh, stingo tail <laughs> that shoots lasers, and then the, the. I think yeah, the Taurus, the first mobile doll that they have, the the black and red one with sort of like the pointy head, um, like that one. I just always thought was kind of goofy. Though I do also like the Virgos, I think, which is the ones once yeah. they have the two prototype mobile suits to give them the super gun and the super shield. Those those really grew on me. Yeah. Well, you mentioned before how it really slows down when they all go to so space. So, are there any parts about the show that you didn't like? Yeah, and then... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My make, my main complaints are, like, I think some of the characters are kind of weak. Um, I don't like that there's just, like, this explosion of, like, multiple different factions and people constantly defecting oh, it, from it, one to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Those are probably my two biggest complaints. The, the way... <laughs> The way um, Zex like at the end like fl- flips and like reasons like oh I need to pull up the finally get to the, the same kingdom to save the earth and it's like six or seven straight episodes of ah yeah. oh, we we won't fight we 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 believe in total pacifism and that's how we'll have peace and then and I'm shouting at the TV well yeah what happens if somebody attacks you though and then after those seven episodes somebody attacks them and they're like wow. Oh, you know, now that I think about it, maybe oh, refusing oh, I, to attack no matter what might just result in our entire kingdom getting burned down. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, uh, did we ever? Me- oh, did we ever mention that? Um, like uh, Trey's whole whole plan was he supported total fa- pacifism. Like before he died, he said like, "Oh, yeah. I, t- uh, I supported total pacifism <laughs> all along." Yeah, like right, like right before he died. Uh, I feel like 
So if what? So it, uh, how are we feeling on recommendations? Would you recommend this to somebody who hasn't seen it? Then maybe yeah. I I'd say yes, knowing what it is. But as honestly as an intro to Gundam and the whole war is hell, wow, cool robot, it's much more on the cool robot side of things. Yeah. Um. I think for me, like, uh, as far as, like, I would recommend it, like, as well. And also going in with the whole mindset of, you know, yes, this is cheesy. Yes, this is over the top. But I think it's also worth recommending because for a lot of people, this is, like, a keystone for them. Uh, a lot of older anime fans in particular, this was a keystone for them. Because this, this was the first time anybody had seen anything from Gundam this was the first time anybody had like seen anything mecha or like anime in general and it was sort of like an entry point for a lot of people and I think for me somebody who doesn't have that experience who, who never had that experience it's interesting to go back and look at it and see it from my perspective and I think it's worth I wouldn't say it's worth yeah, watching definitely. all the way through if you're not into it because I don't think I'll it's not a show I see myself going back and rewatching again, but I will say it's at least worth checking out so you can see like what this was for a lot of people. Um, I think good or bad, Wing is always uh, yeah, just yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, there basically because like, of like, it, what it, it was did. the first like uh, Gundam series to be localized in the West. And, like it, it's basically like like a lot what a lot yeah. of people like in the Western um, know like as as Gundam basically. Yeah, that's like if we ever got a Gundam base here in the U.S., it the the Wing Gundam would be out front, like that, or maybe Exia, but it 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 would more than likely be the Wing Gundam because it just means a lot to a lot of people hmm. here, uh, which is fine. But like I said, you kind of have to go into it knowing what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, so. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I feel like I I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah. As the same as the same way, we're like, make sure that you know what you're you're getting yourself into, <laughs> because like if if you're if yeah. you th- if you're thinking you're going to like a good like serious war drama with Gundams, yeah. and it, then you should probably watch a different Gundam show. <laughs> yeah, you should probably watch a different one. Watch uh like, movies. Watch something shorter like uh Eighth MS team or War in the Pocket or like hell, even the original. Um you can certainly do a lot better. Yeah, the co- yeah, you, you can certainly oh, well, yeah. you can certainly do a lot better than um than Wing. But I, I wouldn't say Wing is bad. It gets like a solid like six out of ten. Yeah, about six for me just because uh, I honestly do think they didn't pull yeah. it off quite as well as they could so, have. But having so many different viewpoints and Yeah. Not one main character, but these five characters that we keep visiting with all their different interlocking relationships with other characters. It was a really, was a really cool idea that they did not as well as they could have. Oh, 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 oh. No. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, yeah, another thing, I, oh, I think, did we mention that, like, the way Toonami promoted, um, uh, Gunnam Wing, like, how they, pro- pro- uh, pro- uh, like, like they promoted it as like this very serious uh, show, and then with like Peter Cullen yeah, which, narrating the trailer as well. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, and then like, and, and then that whole trailer that like Toonami Australia did where it was a like Gundam Wing AMV with like Linkin Park in it and it has, you know, <laughs> the most obvious Linkin Park song in the background. You're watching Gundam Wing and you're hearing crawling in my skin. And, you know, it, it tried to sell itself as like, yeah, really like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like that song has like drama. so much angst in, in it, which, which fits like yeah. the. <laughs> Yeah, like, like like the tone of all the Gundam pilots in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then like yeah, also like Linkin Park are so, also like big Gundam fans as well because they've done they've done like a few collabs with like actual yeah, with Bandai as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. So that's it on Gundam Wing. Um, up next, we're watching uh, Gunbuster, the other mecha anime. Uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, basically, it's like, all I know of it is yeah. that, it, like, it's like the the origin of the guide expos, where like people, where like people like cross out their arms, and yeah. like during like a serious moment in a, in a series. I'm looking forward to watching this one because I haven't seen it and I don't know anything yeah, about it. Also heard like, anything I remember with it, knowing about well. it, is that it's really great and it had a sequel that wasn't. It's also. A, it's and that's what I always hear. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to it. I'm also <laughs> looking forward to it because uh. it's a lot shorter. And after watching like a fifty plus a fifty plus episode anime, <laughs> yes, I'm ready to just I like woke up, watch yeah, something I can watch. Five hours of series then today. Sat down and recorded. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, so I've been watching I, a lot of Gundam uh, as always. Very yeah, recently, uh, shows that you've been watching that you want to shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, but like trying trying to get through all yeah. of Gundam Wing for oh, yeah. the the podcast, I haven't really had time to watch anything else. But hopefully, since Gunbuster is shorter, I'll have uh, yeah, a different oh. answer uh, for that. I want to. I kind of want to watch um, Great Pretender yeah, on Netflix. To, like, I hear I that's think like the second part is coming out as well for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, the second part's like, coming yeah, out like soon recently, for that. the only thing I've been, so, I've been trying to watch Magic Knight Rayheart. Like I'm only like four episodes in, because I found out like a week ago that 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 it has a it has mechs in it, but all I remember from it was just like the nice. the magical girl aspect. But yeah, but so far I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen their mechs yet. But it show, does show up in the opening, so we'll see where this goes. So, as always, uh, all of our social media will be linked. You know, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, um, wherever else we decided to host. See you next month. Um, so yeah, and we'll see you guys uh, a month from now when we talk yes, about yeah. Gunbuster. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, so wait, wait, stop.